everybody, and welcome to your Sunday Psychics with Rebecca Fisk and Stephanie Gerard. It's really great to have you all here tonight. Hope you have been having a great weekend. Hope you had a great week. Uh, we've had beautiful weather here in Southern California, so I have been just so happy and, happy and joyful to be outside. Uh, anyway, um, and I know Stephanie's here, and Garrett's here, and uh, hi, Stephanie, how are you doing tonight? <laughs> Hi, Rebecca. I'm doing well, doing well. Um, we had we had a couple of incidents this week of some blue skies with the sun at the same time. It was awesome. and uh, But we were all of, uh, what, 18 degrees. I think that was yesterday, <laughs> and which means it was 8 degrees where I live. But it was beautiful. Oh, <laughs> and then, I know, I know, it's so pretty. And then this coming week, we're going into warm temperatures with a possible daytime high of 45. <laughs> wow, you know summer part. weather. Oh. <laughs> wow, well, 10 degrees away. I told you last summer, driving around the neighborhood, 55 degrees, people are laying out in the sun. I had to laugh. <laughs> like, that's nuts. Okay, that's crazy. That's that's nuts. But, um, yeah, so we're going to break into warm temperatures this week, whatever that means. So we'll see. I just say in the moment, but it's it's been a really nice, lovely week here. I think a little bit more winter-ish. A week ago today, it was snowing, and snowing some more. And but wow. thankfully, it was the baby, just the itty bitty baby wet flakes. It just it was really like this little raindrops that looked white. Is what it's that's what it looked like for real. It wasn't the great big winter. Angels are having a pillow fight kind of snow so yes it's it's been a yeah all the variations of snow and clouds and what clouds look like but most of our main roads are are all dry now um but it's oh, it's good. funny because well the main roads are dry but there the meridian in the middle is still about four feet high with snow so oh, it's it, <laughs> Very, let's, uh, what's our favorite word? Interesting. It's very interesting yes. to see these strange idiosyncrasies of winter weather called springtime. But, you know, the crazy part is, by, so the end of this month, two weeks, it's like no more studs. And it's like, are you serious? No more studded tires? Oh, boy. But we're on our way. So everything, it's like once our street is, um, melting, but there's still heavy-duty, icy groove, and then it will be like, in three days, it'll be all gone. It's the strangest thing, but it's fun. Wow. It makes living here entertaining, that's for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know that I'd like that much entertainment. But you know that I always talk about the fact that I am spoiled. Like I am super blessed and I'm spoiled. Yeah. And, and so for those of, those of you who are listening, so Stephanie's lived in Alaska for a couple of years now. And, um, it, you know, it has lived in Southern California and she's come to visit me. And so, you know, she mm-hmm. knows like what I'm talking about when I talk about these gorgeous days and all of that. So for me, oh, yeah. we, you know, because people will say, well, why are you talking about the weather? Well, for me, I get to have a different perspective about something I've never experienced. And until we actually hear about somebody that we trust getting their perspective on it, um, we don't know. I mean, I had no idea that there was something called a snow emergency until I visited Cincinnati and we had snow and ice and snow and ice. 
And they only plowed the roads for the emergency vehicles. It was like that's all they could do. So it's just, you know, I've been spoiled. I have spent almost my entire life in Southern California and certainly, you know, all but 10 months of it in the state of California. So, you know, I've gone up to go skiing for the day or for a week or whatever. But, you know, as far as something like what you live in, it's like that's completely foreign for me. So it's like, wow, it sounds really interesting. (laughs) But, yeah, thank you for having the experience and sharing it with me. I don't expect that I'll be doing that anytime soon. But you can come visit any time you want. (laughs) Well, I would love to come back to the island for sure. It's so beautiful where you are. It really is. I know. It's so beautiful. I'm very blessed. Mm -hmm. Thank you. You yeah, are. I'm really, really blessed. Yeah. Yes. Yes, I am. All right. Well, before yeah. we get too far into our chit-chatting, I just want to say hi to Garrett and say thank you, Garrett. We love you. We so appreciate everything you do for us, and so just want to say hi. Love to be here on Sunday night. Never a better place to be. Woohoo! That's, that's awesome. Yay, okay. Garrett. <sighs> All right. Well, let's go back to that word interesting, Stephanie. <laughs> Oh, because, thank you. <laughs> you know, yeah. So this last week, you know, I mean, I find adventure in every day. I can honestly say that I can find adventure in every day. And I find something to be grateful for in every day as well. And sometimes the days feel blissful and, you know, like everything happens easily and it falls into place. And it's just like, you know, maybe I'm even on automatic pilot a little bit, which I really try not to do. Because even though I like routine, I am one of those people who I try, you know, with all of my intention to live every day as if it might be my last. So when I go to bed at night, I think about, is there anything that I didn't do that I wanted to do? Is there somebody who doesn't know that I love them and I want them to know? Is there anything that I left undone or unsaid today? And it's not that I sit in that energy. It's just I really kind of live in this place of if something happens to me today and I don't get another day, is there anything Mm -hmm. that's unresolved? And so – uh, so I like the days that are a little bit more automatic pilot when I've had some bumpy ones. <laughs> but, um, uh-huh. you know, it's it, really what I'm learning is that it's, it's just a matter of being present. And so I had a couple of interesting experiences this week. Uh, you know, the people who know me well know I'm, I'm, I can be very emotional. I'm very sensitive. And, you know, it's, it's, I remember when I was a kid, um, people would say, you're too emotional, you're too sensitive, you take everything too seriously. And it's like, well, this is just who I am. And for a long time, I thought, oh, there's something wrong with me. And I finally realized at some point, no, there's nothing wrong with me. This is just who I am. And the people who are judging that, you know, that's their problem. It's not my problem. This is just who I am, and I'm going to be myself, and I'm going to keep learning to to appreciate my experiences. The fact that I feel things very intensely, I consider a beautiful thing and a gift and a privilege, but it also means that, you know, especially when I'm working on the areas in my life where I'm not experiencing self-love, it can feel, it can throw me way off center. And, um, you know, yes, I have some good cries. And, and, you know, when I talk to people about processing and hitting pillows and screaming in the car and, you know, having those good cries, I do all of that myself. Um, Most of the time when I give clients any kind of advice, it's because I've actually done the work myself and I know that these tools work. 
unless I qualify it and say I have it on good authority from a reputable source that this is good and it helps, but I have not had the experience. So this week was very interesting because I had some things happen where I got into that wounded person in me because the reality is we all have wounds at some level unless we are an enlightened person, you know, the Dalai Lama, uh, Amati, uh, Mother Mira. <laughs> you know, there's a few people on the planet who are spiritual teachers who are leading us to understand about love and compassion and unconditional love. And what they're trying to teach us is that the path to enlightenment is to remember that basically seeking to be closer to God is, is a process of love, really. And that the journey to get there is through self-love. And I know I've had a lot of people say, well, but that mm-hmm. sounds really selfish. Because we're taught to believe that that's a selfish thing, and the reality is it's not. The, the, what we're really here for is to learn how to love, how to love ourselves through everything, through the mm-hmm. wounds, through the pieces of ourselves that feel like they're not lovable, through the pieces of ourselves that feel shame or guilt or think we did something wrong. Um, and, and, and so to come into that place of forgiveness of ourselves and to let go of the judgment and keep coming back to love. So mm-hmm. I had one of these experiences where I got to see one of my wounds. And I've done a lot of work on myself over, the, you know, especially over this last year with the pandemic. It's like, okay, I'm going in deep and I'm going to look at all the stuff in there where the cobwebs are, where I haven't shown a flashlight before, and I really want to look at all of this. And so I've done a lot of work on abandonment. And, you know, when I first, I remember when I first talked to a counselor about abandonment, oh, my gosh, years ago. And it's like, well, this happened with your family and this happened with this person and abandonment happened because of all of those things. And what I know now is that the only person who can abandon me is me. Uh And if a situation shows up where I feel wounded or I feel like I've been abandoned, that if I really step into that feeling and I look at it, what I've come to realize is that I always have a choice about how I want to respond to that situation. And if I'm having that emotional reaction, it's an opportunity for me to look at that and learn where I need to love myself more. Mm -hmm. It was a really huge lesson for me. And it came back to, okay, wait a minute. Yes, I got to see where I'm wounded. And the reality is that since we're always co-creating with God in the universe, the places for me to heal myself within through love are through God and myself. God, the universe, whatever you want to call it, all of the energies that exist in the world are here to help us. And, you know, that's my belief based on my teachings with my first two teachers who were both Native Americans. And so, you know, I learned about respecting the, and, and being grateful for Mother Earth and Father Sky and Grandfather Sun and Grandmother Moon and all of the energies that exist, and especially the plants, because we have a very interdependent relationship with the plants. Yes, we need water too, but the plants make the oxygen that we breathe and we make the carbon dioxide that they breathe. We literally cannot exist without the plants, and they can't exist without us. 
So I go into this place of how do I want to heal my wound? And if I allow myself to acknowledge that the wound is there and I put myself into surrender to the universe and allow myself to remember that I'm loved and supported by all of these energies and that they're mirroring back to me that I just need to love myself at a deeper level, then I get an opportunity to heal. And I'm not putting my healing in anyone else's hands. I'm empowered to to do what I need to do for my healing. And so that was a really big lesson for me this week is keep coming back to how do I feel and am I, am I living in a place of love for myself or am I giving my power away and asking or wanting somebody else to heal my wounds? And, and the reality is nobody else can do that for me. I have to do it for me. Am I loving myself enough to love myself through it? And so that was kind of a huge gift it didn't feel like it gets in the moment. At first it was like, I don't feel very loved right now, you know. Because we all have that sometimes, right? I mean, I'm on a path to grow and learn and li- learn self-love and live in self-love, but I still get thrown off balance. And, and Stephanie knows that oh, I'll yeah. call her and I'll say, I'm not feeling very loved. Can you tell me I'm lovable? And I've, I've also had those conversations with Garrett. Thank you, oh, Garrett. Yeah. Um, and, and we all have them. We all have those, those moments where we get to see the parts of ourselves that need more love. So super, super, super grateful for the lesson. Uh, and then there are a couple of things that I wanted to read because I found these and posted these. They are, I just keep coming back to them and going, yes, yes, yes. And so um, there's a book called Love Yourself Like Your Life Depends On It. And it's by Kamal Ravikant. And it says, it's a vow that you make to yourself, a commitment that you make to yourself. And what happened with this gentleman was he got to rock bottom, horribly depressed, didn't want to get out of bed. It was just like everything in his whole world had collapsed. And he did not know if he wanted to go on. And one morning, basically, he kind of channeled this, and it changed his life. And so this is what he channeled. And when he went back and read it, it was like, oh, my gosh, this is the key. So it says, this day I vow to myself to love myself, to treat myself as someone I love truly and deeply in my thoughts, my actions, the choices I make, the experiences I have, each moment I am conscious, I make the decision. I love myself. And I love that. And so I am looking at that and reading that every day now. Uh, The other thing that I realize is that I have to love myself first because I do not have enough for everyone else unless my cup is full. And that sounds so simple, but it's really true. Um, the whole thing about the oxygen mask in the airplane, they talk about in case of emergency, the oxygen masks will drop down. And if you have a small child traveling with you or someone who needs assistance with, assistance with their mask, they say, put your own mask on first. And I finally realized it's not just in case of emergency. We need to put our own mask on first every day. Because if we don't do that, we don't have what needs to be given to those around us. We have to be full first. We have to be full first. 
Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I love that one. And then another thing that I found that I also love, uh, let me find this. Um, and this is about mindset. And I just loved it. I thought this was awesome too. So it says, if you fail, never give up. Because F-A-I-L means first attempt in learning. End is not the end. End means effort never dies. And if you get no as an answer, no means next opportunity. And so yes. I love those two. <laughs> yes, that's that's a really neat Facebook post. I came across that this week as well and shared it, mm-hmm. and it was so much fun because lots and lots of people, they were like, oh, yeah, and so that got passed around. I thought it was amazing. I thought it was amazing. Yeah. Um, I would. I would like to tag on to a couple of things you've got here. Um, you know, when we're talking about is our cup full or empty? Um, oh golly, this was a few months back. My friend Colleen. She had. We had gone out to dinner one evening, and she's dropping me back off again. And we were talking about that concept, but using different words. And mm-hmm. I was. I was saying whatever I was saying. I mean, what was I? Anyway, I was on a different phrase completely. And she said, no, 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 no. And I said, what? <laughs> and she explained, <laughs> she says, she says, well, we have this cup. And if we don't have enough water in there for us, how do we help other people? And so she said the same thing in her way, in different words. And I was, it was an aha moment because I was using my, clearly I've deleted it from my brain, an older phrase that, you know, well-worn out and chewed up and everything. And she (laughs) said, no, we've got to share, but we've got to keep ours full first and pass this around. And I said, you know, I get it. Okay. And so from then on out, I've been using a very similar example, still the cut, but in different words, and it makes far more sense. And in fact, it's helped, it's helped a number of people come back to center again, like, oh, you know, because, because in working with people, as you and I both know, we are also not just we're not just reading people. We are also providing tools and helping to redirect, to say, you know, basically get your nose off the wall, walk with me into the center of the room. Now what do you see? And bringing mm-hmm. that different perspective brings a whole different perspective, but it's also very empowering. It's very empowering. And, also, you know, with the work that I do, uh, which is facilitating healing and doing the readings and medium, whatever is needed, it seems, you know, I have a pretty big toolbox. It's Mm -hmm. wonderful to share these different tools to help people to empower themselves. And so I would like to revisit the one key word that we started the show off, which which is interdependency. Mm -hmm. So this past week, um, I (laughs) listened to the week two talks of my workshop I'm taking, Get Out of Your Own Way. And I'm listening to week two, two days before week three starts, right? (laughs) Old Mm -hmm. bad college habits here. And I'm listening, (laughs) and yes, and I'm listening, 
And here comes the downloads of the healings. You know, first, you know, it's the intro, walking around the block, talking lightly about, oh, we're going to do this, and just know that, blah, 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 triggers are opportunities. And I'm sure all of us are listening like, yeah, we know that part. <laughs> we don't like it either. <laughs> so so then, then it's time to get into the nitty-gritty. And the healings that she does, if anyone is familiar with Theta Healing, this woman, her name is Finn. She lives in Scotland. Love her accent. But Finn has taken Theta Healing and made it her own in a very unique way. It's very powerful in her way. And she begins the first healing. Now, these are two 30-minute segments. And she's smart because within the first 30 minutes, you're cooked. And so she (laughs) immediately starts in. Yes, she starts in with the inner imposter. And I'm getting real uncomfortable right there because it's like, oh, I'm so hard on myself. Then she moves along Mm -hmm. to the inner critic. And then the the inner self that thinks, especially when we do this work, well, is this real or is this fraudulent? What is this? And so she was, so throughout the healing, basically just taking her pickaxe and knocking down fences. Mm -hmm. And I was rattled. So the way this really played out was the first 30 minutes I zonked out. The second 30 minutes, she's like, it really hit a nerve. So I'm half in, half out. My body's responding. My left leg, so the left side of the body is the female side, the receiving side, the side where the heart is. Mm-hmm. My mm-hmm. left the left side of the body is reacting. She would make whatever statement she was making, and my leg would jerk, and I couldn't remember, what did she just say? But my body's responding. And then I thought, oh, just relax into this and from that point forward I just it's not that I was off but it was a challenge and it was what do we want to say it pushed me outside of my comfort zone I was I was Uh out of it within myself within myself for a good 24 48 hours and it's like I don't know where I am I've got both feet on the ground I think but it was challenging me on a soul level. And the number one thing that it was really asking me to do was just to be present with myself and to filter through. There's a saying out there, you have to walk through it to get to it. And Mm -hmm. then when we do this work, boy, do we get some lessons about that one. You know, it's great, you know, to step outside of ourselves and help people. But when it comes back to us, it all starts with us too showing up, being present. And the the healing this week from her was so powerful. I, I had to remind myself, you've got this. Come on. Show up, be present, sit with it, and let these emotions come up and let them come up and out and filter through. And the following day, I was in a healing crisis. And so I called my one friend early and I'm like, help, help me, help me, help me. And So she was the sounding board and then gave me the basic reminders that, okay, remember, you are blank. And she went through. And then she reminded me of this book. She picked up a book on a recent trip that she took. And the name of the book is called Signs, The Secret Language of the Universe. And the author is Laura Lynn Jackson. 
And so she was gently nudging me and reminding me, go back to the book, go back to the book. My friend Bethany, she calls these signs from the universe God winks, which I just love it. And it's all about these little itty-bitty synchronicities, the details within the details, when we're kind of sort of paying attention but not really. It's all those serendipitous moments. And I'm just sharing this because these tools this week were also super helpful. You know, the universe is talking to us all the time. My friend Doug says that. He teaches this to people all the time. The universe is always talking. Are we listening? And so when I went back to the day that I was listening to the workshop and receiving this healing, I'm used to facilitating and giving. It's different to receive it. Because then I'm also mm-hmm. wide open to it and I get zonked even more so. So I'm looking back at that and I'm thinking about, well, what did what did Finn cover in this? Well, one of them was codependency. One of them yeah. was had to do with healthy boundaries. And then going back mm-hmm. to Colleen, when Colleen and I were talking that night, I said, well, you know, there, whatever scenario we were discussing, and I said, well, it's all about boundaries. That's where she starts freaking out. No, 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 no. The cup, the cup, the cup. And when she said that, it was like, oh, loving oneself enough, like you said, to keep ourselves filled up with love and so that we may own that love, house that love, and then we are full. Now we can share that with others. So it was interesting. So this morning, after a very powerful healing circle uh, that I facilitate inside of Facebook, look me up, everyone, Stephanie Gerard on Facebook. Um, Afterwards, I was talking with one of the group members, and we chatted it up for a bit, and she was listening to me communicate, you know, about various things. You know, we were just having girl talk, basically. And finally she said, I have an observation of you. And this was Tavy. And I said, what is that, Tavy? And she says, you have shifted out of codependency and into interdependency. So when we think about the time frame here, this was in a matter of five days. So this is how powerful, coming back to what Rebecca was sharing, everybody, when we stop ourselves and say, okay, I see what's going on here. Everything does come back to us. And everything does come back to, okay, how much am I embracing myself in this moment? I feel icky, crunchy. I want to cover my ears because, oh, my gosh, I did something so stupid or whatever it may be. And to sit still, sit through it, Walk through it to get to it. Let the emotions come up. Be present. Feel those things. Are we the only ones on the planet feeling this? Absolutely not. No. No. And that's a big, that's a big lesson yeah. as well. Yeah. So when we talk about the self-love, it's so powerful. And yet it, it's so challenging. Don't you think? Oh, yeah. Well, it, it's, you know, it's really interesting uh, – I had an acupuncture appointment this week. So I have acupuncture. I have like a, a treatment every three weeks to mm-hmm. kind of keep me stable. It's just, it's just to kind of keep the channels open and it helps me stay really grounded. It's the most effective modality of treatment for me of anything. 
So I go in to, to get what I call a tune-up. And so it takes me to this incredibly deep level of relaxation. And I've noticed that over the last six months or so, the treatments have become really, um, I've gone much deeper than I ever have. And I've been having acupuncture for almost 30 years now. And I know that wow. with the same acupuncturist who's been teaching acupuncture for as long as I've been seeing him. And so one of the things is that, you know, he's like, have you been feeling things really emotionally? And I'm like, well, yeah, but you know me. I feel everything emotionally. And I said, for, for me, it's actually been a little bit less emotional. But he just said, everyone I know is really triggered right now. And he said, myself included, I feel like everything's sensitive and raw. And so, you know, he's been studying with a Taoist priest for years and years and years. And the Taoist priest was talking about how we are all being called to shift our vibration to this higher level. So we are getting these downloads of information, which will throw people off balance. I mean, literally off balance. Mm -hmm. So Stephanie, Mm -hmm. when you were talking about like feeling things in your body, I've had, I can't tell you how many moments in this last week or so where I'm dizzy or I feel off balance or I'm just, I'm like, whoa, yes. am I in my body? I need to get more grounded because I, I, am I feeling the feet beneath me right now because this vibrational shift is happening? And I know that um, astrologically uh, the moon cycles have been much more intense as well. Like I, I think we have a new moon tonight, which I'm not an astrologer, but, you know, set your yes. intentions on what you want to create in this new moon cycle. Uh, but it's really interesting hearing, you know, getting a text message from my acupuncturist saying, hey, I just want to let you know that, you know, this frequency shift and blah, 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 uh, you know, is coming up. And it was like, wow, I really appreciated the validation. But, but then also for him to say, well, yeah, I'm going through the same thing. But this last acupuncture treatment and even the one that I had the time before, uh, it's like normally the sessions are about, you know, he'll come in and check the needles after about 20 minutes, and usually I'll go about 30. And so this time it's like I was already at 30 minutes, and I was like I am not anywhere near ready to be done. I'm still in this place where, like, if I try to get up and drive right now, I, I can't. I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm still out there somewhere in this very deep state of relaxation. So it's very right. interesting to be watching this process and, and allowing it and, and just going, okay, I know this is for my highest good, but, but it's like you were referring to earlier that it feels a little like we're out of our comfort zone right now because at oh, least man. you and I usually come back to, okay, but that's just what we live. You know, because, you know, folks, the reality is, you know, Stephanie and I live in two worlds. We, mm-hmm. we literally are gleaning this information from another plane for lack of a better way to explain it. We're channeling the information. But it's almost like we visit there to read the book, and I'm using my little air quotations for the book, and then we come back into our body to deliver the information. So we're kind of used to that, but it's very much at a deeper level right now, and it's a little more intense. So this whole thing about self-love is that we need to really be gentle with ourselves and nurture ourselves. And if you find yourself, you know, berating yourself in any way, like a friend of mine earlier today was talking about how sometimes they call themselves stupid. And I'm like, don't say that. You know, cancel clear. We don't need to talk to ourselves that way. If we wouldn't talk to anyone else that way, don't talk to yourself that way. Come back to how can I be loving to myself right now? So that's the name of the game. Try to find something every single, jo- every single day that brings you joy and helps you feel grounded and centered and gives you the awareness that you are loved. 
that's at least I feel like that's kind of the lesson right now. Absolutely. And I think to to add on to that, um, with you and I living in two worlds, it's also very new for those who are less familiar with uh, this way of thinking, these gifts, this lifestyle, where I recently had a client, we'll call her Darlene. Darlene's been going through a lot of stuff for a long time. And through the healing, through the readings, everything else, it's, it's also been a quiet prayer on the back burner that I've held space for her. Please, God, help to open her eyes. You know, because we can say what we say, and it's upon the person to decide, am I going to receive this? Am I going to allow it? So on and so forth. So last night, the lights came on with her, and she sent this email, and there it was. And finally, the awareness had kicked in in a way that now serves her absolute highest and best. And I'm super excited for her. She doesn't know this yet, but... It's that I'm, I feel this way for her. And this is where we've talked about this before too, Rebecca, allowing people to sit with themselves and to feel it. And it doesn't mean that we're ignoring people. It means that we're respecting their journey and allowing people to have the full experience of their journey, good, bad, or indifferent. So it was beautiful, powerful, and I just had the need to share this because of the polarity going on. And it's not really a polarity. I feel like we're coming back into more of the, the, the I am presence, the one. We are coming back together as the high frequency that we were truly meant to be. And so when we're taking the opposing things and bringing it, you know, kind of like when a flower closes back up again and then it opens and expands, we're coming back together again. We're coming back into alignment. And that's super exciting. And yet the feelings that it can generate can be very uncomfortable. It's it's no joke. (laughs) This week it's like there was five, six days it's like, you know, I shared with you earlier today, it was like, I think I've got to prop myself up and put on some makeup and do my hair and not really, but it's like just showing up and being present and being mm-hmm. right here right now. And what do I need to do for me to feel good? Well, I have my cup of tea going and I've got water on the side and I'm comfortable and have my blanket and all of those kinds of things. But it, it's not easy right now is the thing. But then we have this thing also called truth, and the truth of the matter is it comes back to love. And that's why God put that energy on the planet. It's the strongest energy on the planet for human beings. And you'll probably hear me say that every week, everybody. That's the truth of the matter. That is the energy. That is the strongest, most powerful, absolute beautiful, most tool we can use on this planet. Love yourself. Share that love. Marinate in that love. Just wanted to say that. Absolutely. No, it's absolutely true. Well, you know, and, and one of the things that I've been saying to clients recently as well is that, you know, remember when when you see a, a newborn or a very young baby, you know, we want mm-hmm. to look at them and we just feel joyful. And they're, they just know love. They're not, they're not saying, yeah. I'm not good enough. <laughs> you know, they, don't, they've never, mm-hmm. they haven't learned mm-hmm. any judgment. They don't know anything but mm-hmm. love when they come in. 
And mm-hmm. so it's so interesting that we're trying to get back to that place of just being in that vibration of love, and that's really all there is. Mm-hmm. When, when, when people Beautiful. say love is all there is, that really is the truth. It really is yeah. the truth. So. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Well, so on be, that note. Before we get, yeah. <laughs> Um, so, so what I wanted to say is I wanted to remind everybody if they'd like to book a private session uh, with Stephanie, that Stephanie's website is journeywithstephanie.com. My website is rebeccafist.com. Stephanie does healing work, theta healing, pendulum work, um, amazing, amazing work. And, uh, and then also I do intuitive readings, but I work with clients to help identify the hidden blocks that are keeping them from creating the life of their dreams. And so we both have toolboxes that are slightly different, um, that our intentions are always to serve and be of service in the world to help people um, have lives that they love. So, uh, so there is that. Um, and I guess, Stephanie, so <laughs> what would you like your intention to be for this week? <laughs> <laughs> this is something I don't always like, Rebecca. <laughs> I'm just throwing my human (laughs) I know. Okay, so, all right. Um, I know, I put myself on the spot too, don't worry. (laughs) It's okay, it's okay, and this is why we do what we do. Um, Mm -hmm. My intention is to remain present with myself from the space of love throughout all of these experiences in every moment, and this is my intention. It's, it covers the universe and, and then some. That's my intention. What is your intention? I love that. I love that. I think that's Thank awesome. You. Uh, my intention, because it's like, of course, I ask you that and I think, oh, I have to think of something new. What do I want to intend for the week? So one of the things I started practicing this week is leaving my phone at home. Because wow. if, my kid, if my kid is with me, then there's, there's no, there, I don't need to call anybody. I don't, there's no need, I'm not going anywhere out in the middle of nowhere. I'm not leaving civilization. So I don't need to have my phone with me. So I've started going places and leaving my phone at home. And that feels really good. Because part of the thing is, you know, when, we're, when we work the way that we do, we're Stephanie, you know, we have our own businesses, right? And so our lifeline to our work is our phone. And Mm -hmm. I have really been working on having a boundary about when do I work and when am I off because it's not an infrequent thing where somebody will text or they will call and say, I have an emergency or I'm in crisis or I really need to talk to you. And so I have always responded, I think partly because I was an emergency dispatcher (laughs) for so many years. It's always (laughs) kind of been like, oh, they have an emergency. I need to respond to this. And what I've come to realize is, you know, if I call them back an hour later and I've taken that hour because, I've, because my kid actually needs some interaction with me or I need to feed myself and I need to get centered before I call them, that's actually going to be better for them. Um, and I'll qualify that a little bit further. <laughs> and I know those of you who are parents will be able to relate to this. So, you know, it's, it's, it never fails. When you have a young child, it never fails that they don't want anything from you until you go into the bathroom. <laughs> Mom, I'm in the bathroom. Mom, I'm in the bathroom. Mom, 
So finally, I trained my kid and I said, are you bleeding? Are you dying? Is the house on fire? If none of those things are happening, leave me alone. You can give me five minutes. (laughs) So that was the beginning of me learning about boundaries. But I'm still learning about boundaries. What do I need? What feels good for me right now? What's going to help me stay balanced and centered so that I can not only love me but be of service in the world and be that love and light that is my purpose in the world? If I fill my cup first, I can do a much better job for everyone else. So it's still in my client's best interest as well if I put the phone down and leave it at home and go for a drive with my kid and get grounded and centered and have that one-on-one time of loving space with my kid where my kid knows that they're the most important thing in my life. And then I come back and I can give my clients 100% of my attention because I'm not thinking, oh, my kid's going to, you know, my kid needs something from me or I haven't spent time with them today and I need to connect with them. So my intention for the week is to really continue with the self-love thing, um, to continue putting the phone away when when I don't need it and there's no reason for me to be on it or have it near me. Uh, And then (laughs) the other thing is, There's some business things that I've kind of been putting off, like, that's okay, I'll do it tomorrow. I don't really feel like doing that. Uh, So there's some paperwork things (laughs) and business stuff that I need to get to. And so my intention for the week is to spend 30 minutes a day working on that because that is for my best interest. And as much as it feels uncomfortable and unpleasant to do some of these things, at the end of the day, it's actually very loving for me because, you know, it's like one of the other things I need to do, I need to clean out my fridge. You know, it's just, it's just time. You know, every however long you clean out the fridge and you wipe everything down and you do the whole, like, the thorough cleaning. I need to do that. And I thought, you know, I can imagine actually feeling really grounded sitting on the floor in front of my fridge and just pulling everything out and wiping it down and cleaning everything out. And that actually feels like a grounding experience for me, even though in the past I've kind of, Oh, I don't want to do that. I'd rather talk to a friend or go do anything than that. And now it's like, <laughs> no, I really can embrace that as a self-love act, even though it's not high mm-hmm. on my list of fun things to do. But I know how it's <laughs> going to make me feel to be in it and then done with it. So anyway, those are my intentions for the week. Beautiful. I love it. <laughs> Thank I you. I love it. I love it. I love it. Cool. Thank you. Well, shall we squeeze in just a quick meditation? I we'll do like a two-minute thing. Lovely. I would love that. Would you like to uh, lead that for us again, as you so beautifully do? Oh, uh, yeah. Absolutely. Thank you. Okay. Thank okay. You. Here we go. Let's just quickly take a deep breath in and hold. And exhale. Close your eyes. And we are going to visualize in front of us a great big gold bubble. This is also known as the golden sphere. And we're just going to step right into this golden sphere. We are now standing inside of this golden sphere. And the beautiful part is that the energy inside is filled with love, so much love. Allow yourself to feel the saturation of love. 
The color of gold is a very strong color as we've visited before. This color is a beautiful, beautiful form of protection. Whenever we need protection, we can step inside of this golden sphere and we can visit this phrase, golden armor of silver light. Once again, that's golden armor of silver light. So we're going to stand in here for just a few more seconds and allow the healing energies of the golden sphere to just sort of like a lint roller where it's coming around and it's cleansing and clearing anything we don't need, any distraction that we may have going on, any perseverating in our brain where we have that one thought and it can't stop looping. It just gently comes in and it permeates all of these things and it calms us, it calms our anxieties, our worries from the day. And in the process of all of this, we're now going to ask Creator to come in and gently unplug us from the mass consciousness, from the mass collective of all these energies going on on the planet. And we're simply going to ask for Creator to plug us back into the energy of Creator's love. And so right now, for those who are more sensitive, you may be able to feel this energy shift happening. And if not, that's okay. Just know that it is happening. And I'm just watching this happen. It's really nice. It's literally like unplugging from the wall socket and plugging into this beautiful universal energy. And so now what we're going to do is we're going to take another deep breath. So inhale and hold and release. And now we're going to step back inside of our bodies. And as we settle back in, just know that you always have this option. You always have this opportunity to just step inside of this golden sphere, even if for 20 seconds. And now that you've had this experience, you understand how easy it is to step away, take care of yourself in this manner, and then come back into your present reality. All right, and when you're ready... You can go ahead and open your eyes. And welcome back. <laughs> Garrett? <laughs> well, you only do these Becca? for me, so I appreciate it. Yeah, we do. We only do them for you. <laughs> we do. We Only for you and nobody else. Yeah. That's so cool. Thank you very much. All right. Well, shall we? Are you ready for some balls? We're re- I'm ready. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So every, everybody I've screened and gotten your name, we're going to do our work to get all of you on. We've got a, a gaggle of callers tonight, which is very exciting. We're going to start with the first caller tonight. Her name is Alyssa. She's calling about housing and once life is going to get better. So, Alyssa, welcome to Sunday Night Psychics. We're live with Rebecca and Sunday. Go ahead, please. Thank you. 
Hi, Alyssa. Hi, girls. How can we help tonight? Hi, there. Hi, Alyssa. <laughs> Hi. Hi. Um, uh, life ha- just has been really, really hard the last month and a half. It almost seems like somebody's, like, just working behind the scenes, sabotaging everything that I'm trying to achieve. I don't know. It's I've never felt like this my whole life. I don't know what what the problem is or what's going on or but okay. I just feel like um like I'm like I'm stuck and nothing's happening yeah. and but I'm okay. but I'm trying so hard. I know. Okay. So okay. So first of all, take a deep breath because I I get that there's there's so many different emotions coming up right now and I get there's a lot of sadness, a lot of frustration and just sheer exhaustion from this. Like I'm trying so hard and it's almost like you just want to lay on the floor and just say, everybody leave me alone. That's what, that's my initial feeling from you. So it's okay to be sad. It's really okay to be sad and be frustrated and feel defeated. It's okay to feel those feelings. Emotions are information. And so the, the, the overall thing right now is it's okay to rest. You are not somebody who likes to sit still. I mean, God bless no. you. You're like, if there is a will, I'm going to, or a way to make this happen, you will find it. That is you. Yeah. All of your friends know that. Like, if there's a problem that needs to be solved, we all say, let's go talk to Alyssa because she'll have a solution <laughs> that we won't even think about, and it'll work. Okay? Yeah. But the thing is, it's like right now your energy is so depleted, it's almost like it's okay to just take a break. Um, I know this is really new for you because you are not somebody who sits still. That is like the most uncomfortable thing for you. Yeah. But there is, there is growth in that. There is growth. And just because you're sitting still doesn't mean you're not absolutely on your path. My impression is that a lot of things have come to completion for you, and I feel like this started in February. It started, there were some yeah. things that were kind of like, I get like the antenna started going up in January, like, wait a minute, this isn't working anymore. And and it's like yeah. these doors started closing in February. And the first couple, you kind of went, okay, I can hang with that. Okay, I can hang with that. And then it was yeah. like, well, wait a minute. I don't need this to happen yeah. in every area of my life. And it is. And so like, I need, like, yeah. I, my job's gone, my house is gone, my, like, it, everything, all my friends are gone. It's like it. I don't know. It was just so weird to me. I, I understand all so of that. Weird. So, so what I, what, what I, okay. There are two different things that I want to share with you. And the first part of this is it's okay to grieve the losses because your life in the way that you knew it is no longer. So you know? the comfort zone that you had with your job the comfort zone that you had with your home, those are no longer here. And the friend situation is such that, you know, it, it, it's, it's, it, those are also losses. But, but yeah. the beautiful piece of this is that it's like you're getting a reset. It's like you're getting to be reborn right now, for lack of a better word. I know it doesn't feel that way right now. Mm-mm. But that's what's happening I know. And so, so I, I just, I wish I could give you a hug and just say, it's, it's really going to be okay. 
This is just God moving everything out of your way that's no longer for your greatest good. But it's really painful. And so I just really want to acknowledge that, that it's okay to be sad and to grieve these losses. Because what happens, when, especially in this kind of a situation where everything kind of gets moved out of the way all at the same time, it feels like we're all by ourselves. It's like it brings up that feeling uh-huh. of abandonment. When really what it is is, you know, it's God getting all this stuff out of the way so that you can actually find yourself and create the life that you want to have moving forward. You know, my impression is that the friends who are supposed to be in your life haven't really gone away, but they just might not be available right now. And part of this is for you to get to see that you can be your own friend, that you can love yourself, and that the energy that you have so beautifully given to everyone else needs to come back and fill your cup first kind of like what we were talking about earlier, that we we really do have to love us, okay? And I know that you know this in your head, and I promise you that as you let yourself grieve, on the other side of that, you are going to start to feel the love again. It's just, it feels like it's far away. And I'm so sorry because I know what this feels like. So yeah. all, of, all of this is getting better. I want to say that as far as the house, what's coming up is something that you started putting into place last month in March. Whatever that was, that is on its way to coming to fruition. So, okay. and, and I'm hearing June, by June 1st, which I know feels like it's a far, a far away, <laughs> but my impression yeah. is that wherever you are right now, you're safe and comfortable and it's okay. It's not ideal. You're somebody who wants to be independent. You don't like relying on other people and letting them help you. But I want to give you a different perspective on that. I feel feel like I'm so needy right now, and I'm I'm not used to to that either. I know. I know. You're the one who helps everyone, but I want to give you a different perspective. And this is really important for everyone to hear, not just Alyssa. Think for a moment about how good you feel when someone says, can you help me? And you say, yes, I can. And you show up and help them. And they're like, oh, my gosh, thank you so much. You were the angel I needed right now. When you need help and you're willing to reach out to people that you love and trust, that you know love you, you are giving them the opportunity to feel good about themselves just like they've given you that opportunity. And the truth of the matter is those look at it here. That makes me think of it different. Yeah, so you're giving everyone an opportunity to feel good about the opportunity to help you. It makes them feel good about themselves. Okay? Yeah, that's so so you're sacrificing you're in yeah, you're sacrificing your independence to let them feel good about themselves, okay? And I know that sounds kind of <laughs> yeah. silly, but, but it's the no, truth. It and, yeah. and I've been through almost exactly what you're going through right now, and I will tell you that I got through it, and I realized that I had been an overgiver my entire life. I, I joke around a lot that I'm a recovering responsibility overachiever. <laughs> I'm also a recovering yeah. overgiver. And <laughs> as I have learned, overgiving. yeah, <laughs> so now you get to have people fill your cup and you get to give to yourself. And that's <laughs> a beautiful that's thing. Like. 
Yeah. Well, you yeah. get to, you get to experience it now, and you get to feel that love that God wants to show you through your friends and through yourself. Okay. So, um, so I want to go back to the home situation. I feel like there's something you put into place last month. I feel like that is going to come to fruition. I'm hearing by probably June 1st or so. And as far mm-hmm. as the job thing, I really want you to get connected to what you want to do next because you're one of those people where you don't care what you're doing as long as you're working and making some money. This is yes. an opportunity for you to decide what you want to be when you grow up. If you decide to grow up, what yeah. would you like to do that you will feel joy about? Yeah. Okay? Yeah. And you have the energy and the time to do that. So this really is about self-love. It really is. Sometimes we it have is. to lose it how is. we were doing everything in order to come to self-love. Yeah. The way I was living before, it, it wasn't a healthy lifestyle. And yeah. so these last two years, I've worked on myself a lot to, you know, be a better mom and be be more just stable and um, I've done a lot of work on myself and I've changed mm-hmm. my life around 100%. And now um, I think maybe even God's clearing out, like clearing out all the old stuff so, yes. you know, new could come in. That's what I just That's right. And when you told me that, you know, when you were talking. And I, yeah, yeah I feel that I just hope it's, it's going to be okay. Okay, well, so... I hope everything's going to be okay. It's going to be better than okay. It's going to be better than okay because when we surrender and we trust God, things have a way of working out much better than we could imagine for ourselves. So it is, it's going to be really great. Just surrender and love yourself through this. Okay, and I'm going to turn it over to Stephanie and let her add... Uh, the insight that she's got for you, Alyssa, and all the best, sweetie. Take good care of yourself. (laughs) Okay, thank you. Hi, Alyssa. Hi. All right. Um, Lots of different things to say here. First of all, um, I do bring a different perspective to the table, and so what I'm bringing to the table at present is to simply let you know that your frequency has changed significantly. And what I mean by this is that as we go stronger and stronger with our connection with God, with the divine creator source, whatever term we want to use, as we grow into that space and we grow stronger and stronger, we also release that which no longer serves us. And from time to time, I have had that same experience where the universe seems to step in, flush the toilet and says, okay, next And it's very uncomfortable. But in those moments, too, I took the time to look around and there was always someone or people or family, whatever the situation called for in those moments. So there was always something. I am a female, but yet 85% of me on the inside is male. And so I like to jump in, dig in, go run, create things, make things happen. And in those Mm -hmm. situations, it called upon the divine feminine to step in and say, you know what, Stephanie, you're going to sit down and you're going to allow yourself to receive. And it's not your choice. We're bringing it to you. You know, (laughs) like when we go to the restaurant, it's like, okay, I guess so. Okay. Okay. So, yes. (laughs) And so 
So with the frequency change, because we go through this, Rebecca goes through this, I go through this. It's like one day, that one day comes, and the couple of people that we were always chit-chatting with, you know, on the regular, whatever, they're gone. Or three months later, they get back to us. And it's like, um, okay, I think something changed. So I'm sharing this because when our energy frequency gets stronger, this does happen. And so what what God has done here it has cleared the canvas for you and this is also in preparation so that you've cleared out what was blocking or God cleared out what was blocking for you because you've got mm-hmm. something greater coming in so you're in this um, zone right and so yes. just to get directly to a few things I do feel like before the end of this month you will also hear about something it doesn't mean that you're going to have the housing by april 30th because that's what you want right here right now no but Mm -hmm. i feel like you're going to have your first um interest point let's put it that way for housing i see similar Mm -hmm. timelines as rebecca i'm seeing actually a little bit sooner anywhere between mid-may on to it could extend out to possibly july 1st but between now and then you're figuring out exactly okay before I had blank now I think I really only want blank and so you're going to figure this out in the process of so I wanted to mention that today or tonight is the new moon this is an Aries new moon Aries is a fire sign Aries steps in and it doesn't mess around so I would strongly suggest putting pen to paper Mm -hmm. put pen to paper I have my new home I am living in my new home my new home is you know and be very specific what do you want do you want a cottage do you want to live on the top floor of an apartment building whatever the case is but preface each of your statements with either I am or I have because it brings it into this moment when we say I hope I want Mm -hmm. it just never comes about it always hovers out in front of us it doesn't manifest within us so those are the suggestions I have and I like Rebecca I'm going to tell you you're going to be good you're going to be fine it will work out for you so thank you so much for calling in Alyssa and all the best to you thank you you, you're so welcome and thank you and our next caller shift gears here and talk to Eileen who's calling about money Eileen, welcome to Monday Night Psychics. You're with Rebecca and Stephanie. Go ahead, please. Hi, Rebecca and Stephanie. Um, you two are very awake, firstly. I want to thank you very much for supporting God and his magical, creative processes that he has planted within our souls so that you could share it with the world. And um, I'm yeah. very flowing well, in my life. You. And I was just curious, do you see commissions I, i'm an artist do you see um mm-hmm. a couple of people keep telling me that i'm going to be doing some really big murals or large 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 paintings do you see that coming up okay. like a project of some okay. sort hi eileen this is stephanie hi. okay hi, so stephanie. now i i am looking at this the first thing that i am drawn to is your chakras and the sacral chakra the reproductive area is the house of all things creative 
and this includes finances, money. And so at this specific place in time, there's a little bit of blockage with your permission. It's being cleared. Um, and bringing yourself back into alignment, meditating, today is the new moon. So all of this to say, you have put forth the intention. I am asking you to be more specific about what is that intention exactly precisely and this is within you this is your own internal conversation with yourself and be very specific so that when god steps in when the universe steps in they know how to answer your intention how to expand upon your manifestation so when I look at your question for this year, I'm asking if it's for this year or next year. It's certainly this year, and I'm asking for a season. Is it spring, summer, or fall? I'm getting summertime. This is going to be somewhere June. This is, We go into summer in late June, so it will be within the month of between June and July that you're going to hear of one company, but there's actually what I see all together is a total of three different companies. Two will be a little more proactive in terms of contacting you. The third company, it's almost like they're observing to see what will your response be to the first two. One is going to look really, really like that bright, shiny penny. It's like, oh, yeah, this is it. Read the fine print, though. Inform yourself, educate yourself. I know you're already familiar with this. So just make sure that the duck is a duck and that the duck doesn't have a bear waiting behind it. Okay? The second company will sound a little bit better, um, but it's not going to hit your fancy. The third company is going to be like the dark horse. So at first you're going to be distracted with the first two, and then the third one comes along. So all of this to say ultimately by the time you make a decision because you're in charge here too so keep that in mind you're going to be in charge of this decision they will approach you but you're the ultimate decision maker they're going to treat you as oh no we've decided on you and turn that around and you figure out who would you like to have your art go with and so once that shifts within your well your perspective once that really gels within you it'll be instant you'll understand very clearly which one to go with ultimately by september and i'm saying september 1st one of these three companies will have presented themselves and you will have made your decision for your own best behalf all right and that i'm going to turn great. over to rebecca Okay. Thank you. Rebecca? You really You're great. Welcome. Okay. Okay. Cool. Hi, Eileen, and, and thank you Hi. so much. Okay. So, um, first of all, so I definitely get that there are three projects. That's what comes up is, is three projects. I feel like there's one that started in February already, that there's already been some interaction or dialogue, and that that started in February. Um, so, the thing is, I really want to encourage you to come back into this place of knowing that your value in the world, even though that, you know, it's like you create these beautiful pieces and the energy exchanges, you create the pieces, bring them to the world, and then you get paid for that. That there's an energy exchange that happens and that you receive the financial abundance in exchange for the energy that you give in the form of the art. 
However, there's a little piece within you about value, about your value in the world. And the truth is you are valuable no matter what you do. You are worthy, you are loved, you are lovable, and you are valuable whether or not you do anything. So, you know, we have to remember that the vibration of money is just another form of energy and that you're entitled to receive that just because you are, okay? And that it can be an easy process, that you can show up doing this beautiful gift that you've been put on the planet to do and express yourself through this creative process and that the universe is going to show up and provide for you in this abundant way. And that it can be an energy exchange that is flowing and easy. You know, I, I have a, a, a healer that I work with. Her name is Arlene. And uh, for years, Arlene's mantra is everything with speed, ease, comfort, and joy. So I really want to encourage you to embrace that and to embrace the vision that you already have the abundance, it's already here, and that you don't have to do anything. You just have to show up and be present in your life and be the creative expression of God's divine love that you already are. Okay, so you started some, one of the projects, there's already been interaction in February, that was the first thing. Uh, And then the other thing that I'm getting, I also agree with Stephanie about the summer thing, but I'm also hearing that August is going to be uh, another um, pivotal time for you with this work. And I do feel like there are probably three projects. Um, I get that two of the projects are smaller, that one of the projects is a larger project, And the other thing that I'm getting is that as we move beyond summer and get into the fall, you're going to be very busy. And my impression is you may be either teaching other people or, uh, you know, doing something where there's ongoing work as a project. Like Like you may end up being given several projects in rapid succession by one of these companies. So you will end up being very busy. And in the meantime, just allowing yourself to be in this creative process, just keep going. Keep allowing yourself to be connected to that. Uh, I know you love this. I know that there's a piece of this that feels almost excruciating. (laughs) Um, When you're in that creative process, it's like you're giving birth. Um, but it's phenomenal. And it's almost like I feel like sometimes you look at what you've done and you can't even believe you've created it. Like you already know you are channeling everything that's coming out of you. I know. And it's I've phenomenal. I've been doing it for it's, 60 years. Oh, God yeah. bless you. It's phenomenal. Yeah. So just phenomenal. So I want to say thank you. Thank you for showing up in the way that you show up. It's amazing and beautiful. And I have to say, you know, I just want to acknowledge that you have this incredibly light, beautiful, ethereal vibration that you bring wherever you go. And people feel very light when they're in your presence, and they don't know why. And it wouldn't surprise me at all if you say that, oh, people tell me that all the time. Uh, They don't know why. They just know that they like being in your presence. But, But you're also very old soul and very discerning and very wise. And so for people who aren't comfortable in their own skin, they, they, you can be a little intimidating. <laughs> but it's beautiful. It's just beautiful. And so, you know, things are, are going to continue unfolding for you in the best possible way. So, you know, it really is about coming back to allow yourself to be of service. Allow yourself to receive the abundance that God wants to give you. We forget that if we're not receiving it, there's a piece of us that is being resistant to just allowing it in. 
So allow it to come in. Know that God and the universe want to love you, and one of the ways that they can do that is by giving you money for what you're doing. So Thank you for that. Thank and you, I agree with everything you said, and, yes, I, I became a, a servant of God. I told God when I was 16, I'm your humble servant. Do with me as you wish. And God started sending me around the planet traveling and teaching art. And But I'm not a teacher. I'm, a, like you said, I sit in the garden, the tropical garden, and I channel Gaia. I channel, you know, oh, Pangea back onto the canvas and the paper. And when people see my work, they just want to move in. They want to live there. Mm-hmm. So I'm able to translate nature onto a two-dimensional surface that transport souls into opening up their heart and other chakras so that they can start That's feeling beautiful. feeling. That's so, beautiful. Well, thank the curiosity, you. Thank it's you not, for doing it's that. not so much about the yeah. money. That wasn't the, no, no, know, it wasn't about money. It was about I love doing really big canvases because I, I want people yeah. to walk into these places. So, or so oh, yeah. I'm always busy. I have projects coming in and out. I have sales coming in and out. I've been blessed. Ultimately, you know, some days I make $5, some days I make none, some days I make 500 To me, it's all the same. It's just a tool. Yeah. Right. We but it, I guess the, thing, the reason that I feel like the money's coming up is because of the energy exchange to stay in that flow. And then just oh, yeah. one other quick thing that I wanted to comment on, and then we have to get to another caller. But, you know, I had the same conversation with God when I was 15 that I wanted Good. to serve God. I didn't know what that was going to look thank like. So I totally relate to that. So thank, thank you, you so much. And God bless you. It was a you. pleasure Thanks meeting you both. Bye. Thank and you, Eileen. Take care. Be well. Before yes. we let yeah. you go, do you have a shame of a website? Or would you people I do. To it's, I'll, I'll say it and then I'll spell it. It's very phonetic. It's EileenSites.com. So that's E-I-L-E-E-N. S for Sam, E for Elephant, I, T for Tom, Z for Zebra.com. Yeah, go get the one by the color of the universe. Wonderful. Thanks, Have a great night. Thank you, Eileen. Thank you, guys. Okay, our next caller is going to be Wendy. Wendy's calling out an interaction that she had with a retailer. Sounds very intriguing. Wendy, you're live at Sunday Night Psychics. And Stephanie, go ahead, please. Thank you very much. Uh, Yes, I purchased some very expensive dishware from a major retailer. The first name of this retailer is M, and there's a Y in the name. And um, after receiving it, I decided I would send it back, and which falls within their policy. And so I, uh, I, I did send it back. And the retailer says they only re- uh, I sent that six of the seven place settings. The retailer refunded me for four place settings, and I've had to really challenge them that I sent back six. And through, ex- I-, I spoke to a very nice lady by the name of uh, Andrea on last Thursday. And she apologized to me. She was very, very kind. And she said she'll make sure that my account is put back in good standing. And um, But I was unable to order last night because something happened. So today I did exhaustive research between the, uh, the major company, that the parcel service. And now, and it's been documented in this retailer side as well, I have uh, call tag numbers. I have tracked three tracking numbers. 
I have the exact time that each that all three boxes were picked up from my home. They were scanned. And I have the time that all three were received at the dock of the retailer. So I'm going to call back Andrea tomorrow. And I hope she receives me equally as nicely as she did. And I hope that she reinstates me fully and completely because I feel like I have impeccable uh, proof. And what do you see? Okay, so Wendy, take a breath. (laughs) So it's so interesting that you're bringing this up. So, yeah, take a couple of breaths. It's going to be okay. Uh, One of the things, it's so interesting you're bringing this up because I also have had some very interesting issues with companies this previous week. And I I usually don't have any issues with anybody. Mm -hmm. And so I also had some similar issues. Now, in my case, I actually had a situation where uh, things had been misrepresented to me. And I know I can hear everybody laughing up and going, yeah, but you're psychic. You're supposed to be able to tell and blah, 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 blah. Well, the transaction that occurred on, uh, that involved me happened a long time ago. And at the time, everything that was presented to me was presented in a certain way, and there have been changes in the company since then. But it turns out that the information that was given to me at the time was misrepresented. Uh-huh. So I have legal recourse, even though it happened a couple of years ago. And uh-huh. it was like, okay, well, I thought that I had this, but I don't. And basically I called and I said, look, I'm upset, and this is why, and I need this and this and this and this. And so basically the, uh, my, my money's being refunded. Okay. So I know that basically sometimes we participate in these types of situations because somebody has to be held accountable for mistakes that are being made. And so if you can realize that in this particular case, you did everything right. My impression is everything will be in order. I'm hearing by Tuesday more than likely. By Tuesday night, everything will be back in order and it will be fine. But that you're somebody, because you are so meticulous, something is going to be shed at the company where they will see that somebody's not doing their job appropriately. Uh-huh. So sometimes we volunteer, and I use that word in the air quotes, we volunteer with God that we will be used as instruments, instruments for light to be shed to make situations better for everyone else. Because the person who's making these mistakes is actually causing problems for a lot of people, not just for you. And so ultimately yes. you are, you're being used as an instrument to help shed light so that things will be made better for a lot of people. So I feel like you're right on because when I called back to the major retailer, I said, please send me a label. I'm sending back three boxes of this heavy China. Yes. And he said, well, I sent you a label. You can just print it out three times. Oh my goodness. That's not the way it works. And I said, well, I don't think that will work properly. Anyway, he was firm with me. So I called back and then I got another person and he agreed with me, and he yeah. called this major retailer, and he arranged for it. They're called call tags. When they knock yes. on your door, and they bring a label, right. and they put right. it on each box. And, right. and so they, this major retailer was missing a record of one of these uh, uh, boxes being sent back. So, And when I spoke to this major retailer today, Natalie was a godsend. She said that, as a matter of fact, these two gentlemen were supposed to have documented the tracking numbers. She found them. 
and the and okay. the, the parcel company that did the shipping, they found the actual pickup times, the scan times right. for everything. I think they owe me a huge apology, and I, they need to well, reinstate my purchasing online. Um, it was reinstated well, on Thursday. So, but yes. Something so, Wendy, me, they will. They they will. Okay. So, I want you to take a breath again. I want you to take a breath. It's going to be okay. I know that you need to be heard, and I hear you. I hear you. I hear how frustrated this that you've been with this. I hear you. And my impression is this is all going to be okay, and that you have really actually helped them potentially have better customer service moving forward. I'm going to go ahead and turn this over to Stephanie and see if she's got – I'm sure she's got some other perspectives on this for you. So, uh, uh, Stephanie, do you have some insight for, for Wendy? Thank you. I do, yes. Um, so Rebecca covered a lot of ground with that. So I'm going to bring in something entirely different. Uh-huh. So this was also so being lost and then found again. Uh-huh. The first thing that came to mind when you began to describe your experience is that this this is what happens in life when – we start to get distracted about anything. And you were extremely methodical about your processes, and I commend you for all proper processes. I I respect that. I love process, believe me. And the thing that came to mind for me that I was receiving, the message I was receiving, was to ask you, and this is something for you to reflect on, you know, for your evening meditation, whatever, Mm -hmm. but to ask yourself, where am I? Because that was the question I kept hearing, ask her, where is she? Now, you followed your process all the way around the block. You came back to center, and it has a very successful ending. And we know this, so no problem there, no problem whatsoever. But this is something to reflect on just for yourself, and again, mm-hmm. from this night moving forward, is to ask yourself, where are you energetically speaking? Where are mm-hmm. you spiritually within yourself? And it feels like you're clear about that, but it's just something to think about. And then use this as a comparison to parallel your life and where are you? Because sometimes there's the void of, you know, one thing Rebecca said, and I have to expand upon this too, is that sometimes we end up being facilitators for healing. We, we don't get the instructions. The instructions are not given to us by God, and all of a sudden we feel like we're in the middle of this whole mess that had nothing to do with us, but you're being the sounding board and you're being the voice. And so you are what we would also call a pioneer, and we would also call you a warrior. You had all proof mm-hmm. and evidence. You had all of the backing. So in that sense of the word, you knew where you were. But just as a point of reflection from this point forward, I would just ask you to just sit with that and ask you, where am I within myself? Where am I within my life? That gets to be a very big picture. So in the same way that you facilitated this process and you brought resolution to everybody, it's like the angels in heaven are clapping like, yay, job complete. She saw this through. And the other reason for the question for you to ask yourself, maybe once upon a time in a different chapter of your life, maybe you were less focused about who you were then compared to who you are now. So just keeping that really present within yourself and moving forward, continue to maintain that clarity about who are you and also where are you within you. So thank you for the call tonight, Wendy. Thank you so much for calling in. 
Well, I, thank I you, do. Wendy. Thank you. Okay, have a good night. And I thought Montgomery Ward went out of business a hundred years ago, so that was exciting to hear. Okay. <laughs> Our next caller That's is, right. and we've got about six minutes left, ladies. We've got Yvonne calling the okay. kids right now. Um, Yvonne, you're with Sunday Night Psychics. Rebecca and Stephanie, go ahead, please. Hi, this is Yvonne. Hi, Yvonne. Thank you for calling Hi. in tonight. How can we help you? Hi, yes. Uh, do you see me having any more kids in the future? It feels like things, uh, it feels like you have a question mark at present. So I am going to, because we are short on time, I'm using my pendulum to ask this question to get a yes or a no. I am getting a yes on this, and I'm asking how many more. It looks like you may have one more child. And if you're not with child at present, you will be probably fairly soon in the very near future. Anyway, that's what I'm getting, and I'm going to quickly pass you to Rebecca. Okay. Yeah, I, de- I definitely get that this energy, this, this little one is already around you. Uh, wouldn't, and I, I agree with Stephanie, it wouldn't surprise me at all if you are already, you've already conceived, and if not, it's very, very soon. I mean, I feel like, you know, wouldn't surprise me at all if it's within the next month or so. I mean, so this energy is around you. The thing that's tricky for us doing the work that we do is that there's no time in the conscious field. In the conscious field, everything is now, which is why we'll say, well, there's, this little one is around you. We don't know if they're actually in your body or not yet, but the soul is waiting. And so that's, that's why it's like, well, it feels like it could already be here, but if it's not, it's really, really close. So, uh, yeah, it, I mean, I definitely feel like there is one more coming for you. And, um, uh, you know, keep us posted, let us know. Um, and, and, you know, and be good to yourself. <laughs> okay. Oh, so, you know, okay. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's, it, it, it's making me smile. It's making me smile. So God yeah. bless you. <laughs> Thank okay. you for calling you. tonight. You're welcome. Thank you. Thanks, Yvonne. Do you want to take one more call, or would you like to wrap up the show differently tonight? Uh, what do you think, Stephanie? It's up to you. I'm going to leave it to you tonight. Okay. If we do one minute apiece, I think we can do it. We can do okay. it. Well, then <laughs> we can. one minute apiece. We've got Grace calling about Grace. You're live with Sunday Psychics, Rebecca and Stephanie. Go ahead, Hi. please. Yeah, so Hi, Grace. Hi. Hi. Um, yes. I, I have a question about work. I work um, in... Um, um, I used to work full time, but I do part time now because I had COVID. And I'm wondering what you see for me for that job. Am I going to be transferred to something that I like more? Am I going to stay here? Is it going to stay okay. part time? Okay. okay. So, so what I'm getting right now is that things are going to stay the way that they are until at least June, and that at that time you may be given an opportunity to do something a little bit different. But right now. My impression is that your body is still getting better. You're still fatigued. So give yourself the time to rest. Don't overdo it. Uh, but I'm hearing June. June, you'll be given the opportunity. You may be given some time to think about it. By August, September, if you decide to make a change, that's the time that I'm hearing it will happen. So those are the timelines, June and then August to September. So let me give it to Stephanie. And thanks for the question tonight, Grace, and all the best. Okay, so very quickly, Grace, I'm seeing something similar. I am first and foremost seeing just a very quick warning message for you 
to really just take this time to continue to take care of yourself, whether you're working part-time or not. Take very good care. Lay really low. I'm seeing definitely by September. September is super bright in terms of picking up where you left off. August. August is a maybe. June, something will pop up for you, but you're going to really tune in to how are you really feeling. If you need to take another month off, two months off, do so. And anyway, that's what comes through, Grace. Thank you. God bless you. All the Bye. best to you. Yeah. All right. Thank you. And so, ladies, get the 90 seconds left. All up to you. Okay. Well, first of all, thank you, everybody, for tuning in. If you'd like to schedule a private session with Stephanie, Stephanie's website is journeywithstephanie.com. My website is rebeccafisk.com. When you uh, contact us, let us know that you heard about us through your Sunday Psychic Show, and uh, we offer special discounts for our listeners. So thank you all very, very much for tuning in tonight. Garrett, thank you so much. Stephanie, you're awesome. Uh, Do you want to close us up tonight? Well, thank you. Yes, we just want to thank all the listeners. We thank you, Garrett. I thank you, Rebecca. And uh, meet us here next week. Same time, same place. Thank you so much, everybody. Thank you for calling in tonight. All right, everybody, have a great week. We'll see you next week. Bye. (laughs) Good night. Good night. (laughs)